This is Draft Among the Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band Humphreys McGee. Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreys, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreys helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Jaginiak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out last week's episode where I chatted about my daughter Marley's 10th birthday party, which featured special musical guest. Mr. Joel Cummins. Such an awesome experience to have Joel virtually play an hour-long set for us during the evening. Definitely check that out to hear what he played and how we celebrated and tried to make it the best COVID-era 10th birthday party that we possibly could. There is a link in the show notes where you can give that a listen and check out Lively to book your own private show with Joel. There are links in the show notes for that as well. This week on the show, I wanted to share my list of what I would be choosing from, what I would be weeding through should we be asked to vote for Hall of Fame 2020. I personally think that the band played enough shows to have enough music to choose from for making an album for 2020. They certainly were still on fire coming off of the stellar year that 2019 was for them musically. I do have a playlist on Nugs with these tunes that I'm going to be chatting about. There is a link in the show notes where you can check that out and give these a listen. Also, I did do a year in review for what the band and the podcast did in 2020, and there is a link in the show notes for that. If you also feel like going back through and listening to the recaps of the 2020 shows that I talk more in depth about the songs that I chose, or if you want to listen to all of the chats that I had last year, so many great conversations with so many incredible people in this community. So if you missed that recap episode, make sure you check it out and catch up on a bunch of awesome episodes. Do you have a small business that makes shirts, pins, jewelry, stickers, prints, or sells other interesting products or art that you think peeps would love to get their hands on? Is your band looking to get some attention from fellow music-loving umfreaks? Maybe you provide an awesome service that could make folks' lives better or easier and want some like-minded clientele. Or perhaps you're looking to hire some cool people to work with. Let Dropped Among This Crowd and Conduit E-Magazine help you get the word out. With ad space in monthly issues of Conduit, commercial spots on the podcast, ticket giveaways, social media plugs, product reviews, guest spots on the show, and more, 
dropped among this crowd and conduit can help you reach tons of fellow ump freaks, musicians, and other kind folks looking to purchase from you, work with you, and support their fellow umps family. Email draftamongthiscrowdpod at gmail.com or conduitemagazine at gmail.com if you're interested in chatting more about the amazing packages we offer. Before we get into it this week, I want to quick mention that January's conduit issue has hit the streets. I'm just so excited, just over the moon excited about this, and I hope that everyone is getting your magazines and you're loving reading them. Please feel free to share a photo on social of you and your magazine, Um, tag Conduit, tag Dropped Among This Crowd, and tag me so I can see it. I'm very excited to hear what people think about having the print version sent to their house um, and and what you thought about the issue this month, please feel free to reach out and let me know what you think, um, what you thought of the segments, maybe something that you would like to see in the issues moving forward. Um, Feel free to reach out and let me know what you think. Um, There are a few extra copies, so if you missed the deadline to sign up to receive the free January issue, uh, send me an email at droppedamongthiscrowdpod at gmail.com, or you can send me a DM on social if we are friends, and I will be happy to send out a uh, copy of January's issue to you for free. And if you didn't sign up for that, the electronic version hit emails on Friday, January 29th. So make sure you check your email folders to make sure you got that. There are subscription packages and information for February in this month's issue. So make sure you check that out and sign up so you don't miss any content. There will also be info posted on social media Um more about all the different packages and what you get. There is also a link in the show notes where you can choose your subscription as well. Lots of awesome options on how you want to get your monthly Umphreys info delivered to you. So make sure you check that out. There is also a special for February running if you sign up in February for a six-month subscription. You'll receive a free merch pack from Conduit Magazine and Dropped Among This Crowd podcast. All right, so let's get to this list. So I actually had more on this list than I originally thought, but here we go. 63 songs, and according to Nugs, just shy of 14 hours. So a nice little list to sink your teeth into should you have a taste that needs to be satisfied. Of course, this is not a complete list. There will be things I re-listen to and go, oh, wait, I definitely want to add that to the list. Um, And of course, if we're asked to vote for Hall of Fame 2020, this list will have to be cut down 
which is always the hardest part. So much anxiety choosing the right ones because you only get to choose 10. And the way that they've been playing the past couple of years, especially last year was hard. 2019 was hard to vote for. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be another hard one to weed this list down. So let's get started with the shows back in January. First on the list is WAPI. Right, I just want to make sure I say that right. <laughs> From January 17th at the Beacon Theater. Like I mentioned before, if you'd like to hear more in-depth talk about these shows and songs, check out the show notes for the episodes. The Beacon shows can be found in episode 87. Uh, from that evening, I would also say Ocean Billy and Mulshays. The second night of that run, January 18th, I had on my list Syncopated Strangers, DBK, and Higgins. Although not on my list, but deserving of a mention for sure, the two Rush covers that debuted that weekend, Anthem with Kanika Moore on the 17th and Limelight on the 18th. Love the way Chris sings that song so much. <laughs> uh, January 19th at the Brooklyn Bowl, episode 88 features that show as well as the Penn's Peak show I'll mention after this one. The evening of the 19th, the highlights I felt were Domino Theory, uh, a Miss Tinkles sandwich with, with a cover of Tribulations by LCD Sound System stuffed in the middle. Only the second time that one has been played, debuted on December 29th, 2019 at the Fillmore in Denver during the New Year's Eve run. Also on the 19th, Resolution and Front Porch. January 29th, or January 23rd, excuse me, at the aforementioned Penn's Peak in Jim Thorpe, PA. Highlights I felt were Similar Skin, Night Nurse, and Ringo. Blue Echo from January 24th at Stage AE in Pittsburgh made the list. Utopian, Dump City, and In the Kitchen from the following night in Columbus were also highlights. Episode 89 will have the full recaps of those shows. The next show, January 29th at the Clyde Theater in Fort Wayne, Indiana, I personally thought that this show was up there as best show of the year, honestly. I think the Valentine show in Asheville gave it a run for its money. That, that first night in Asheville was fire. Um, but the Clyde Theater show was definitely, definitely so good. And I highly suggest you give that one a listen if you haven't. I felt the highlights from that show were Thin Air, Nemo, Bridgeless, Cut the Cable, Draconin, and the cover of I Want to Be Your Lover by Prince. I'm not a huge fan of that song. It's not my favorite Prince song, but I felt that that version was especially nasty. The band hit up a new spot on January 30th at the MGM Grand in Northfield, Ohio, the suburbs of Cleveland. I was at that show, and it was interesting checking them out at a casino. 
Episode 90 will give you a full recap of that evening and a firsthand experience of seeing them at a casino, as well as a full recap of the aforementioned Clyde Theater show. Anyway, January 30th highlights were number five, The Silent Type, Miss Tinkles, and Whoppy. I will forever like have to pause and then try to say it correctly. <laughs> Up next, the two nights at the Fillmore in Detroit, Michigan, January 31st and February 1st. The first night highlights for me, Miami Virtue and Bad Friday. Tunes from night two that made it to my list were Sociable Jimmy and Believe the Lie. That brings us up to the Caverns show in Pelham, Tennessee on February 13th. The first time the band has played this cave. For me, one of the biggest highlights was the opening song, The Triple Wide, and the moment that they fell into it and Ben Factor lit up that stage. Like, incredible. Just even thinking about it now, I'm getting goosebumps. It was just incredible. That moment, he just lit it up. And I was like, holy shit, like, this is cool. And I told this story in the episode, so if you listen to the episode about being in the caves, you'll hear this story. But we took my youngest with us. He's recently turned six. And I remember holding him like on my arm, on my hip, and because he wants to see. And so it was right before the band was coming out. And so he's up on my shoulder, or on my side, and I'm holding him. And we're getting ready for the show to start. And the beginning of Triple Y, you know, starts to build up and everything. And the minute that it went into it and the cave lit up and the look on my son's face, it was just, it was so awesome. He was, like, the look on his face was exactly how I was feeling and exactly how everyone else was feeling. It was really awesome to experience that with him. And if you listen back to this show and you listen to that song, you can hear, you can tell the the way that the crowd erupts when it goes into it and he lights the whole thing up. Um, It was just a very awesome, awesome experience. Ben and I actually talked about that when he was on the show and we talked about the experience of lighting up the caves and everything. So if you missed that episode with Ben, um, make sure you check that out. It was really awesome. I think it's only like his second interview ever. Um, So there's a link in the show notes for that one um, if you wanted to give it a listen. Also from that evening, Utopian Fur I thought was really hot. Episode 92 will give a full recap and firsthand experience of seeing a show at the Caverns. Also in that episode, a rundown from the band's show at Graceland the day before on February 12th. That brings us up to Valentine's weekend and the last time I saw Umphreys McGee live in 2020. I mentioned this before, but again, I felt that this February 14th show was up there as best shows that the band did get to play during the year. Of course, we knew we were in for it in some way with Billy Strings opening. The 
great American and Phil's from the first night were just mind blowing, mind blowing. It was like they're playing this Phil's and it's almost like some sort of hole in the dimension opened up. It was incredible. If you've not treated your ear holes to those, make sure you do that ASAP. You will not be disappointed at all. Just incredible the way that Billy and Jake were making their guitars cry back and forth. And that's just a very small part of that entire journey. I mean, it was just incredible. And then I saw the pictures after and the pictures of Billy and Jake, you know, looking at each other and watching intently as they're playing off of each other. It was incredible. And it's one of the times, I mean, you know, Taz has sat in with them and I would say, you know, he definitely could go toe for toe, you know, with Jake. Um, Same with Billy. Like Billy is the real deal, you know? So he's definitely up there and, and Jake, no doubt is just like, Super was super stoked to play with him, I'm sure. Um, it was just an incredible experience to be able to watch them play together. Um, I did see Billy sit in with Umphreys in 2019 at 4848 Festival. That was actually my first experience of Billy. Um, just incredible. It just that sit in of Phil's and the Great American, so awesome. And like I said, seriously give it a listen if you haven't. And if you have, listen to it again, because it's just that good. <laughs> also, some highlights I felt from the first night. Smell the mitten, hurt bird bath, in the kitchen, and all in time. Night two, I thought the night nurse was a standout. A full recap of Valentine's weekend can be found in episode 94. So that takes us to the Pacific Northwest part of the tour, February 26th at Midtown Ballroom in Bend, Oregon. A few from that evening I thought deserved a mention. Draconin, North Route, Conduit, DBK, and Intentions Clear. Also on my list, Hurt Bird Bath, again, from February 27th at McDonald Theater in Eugene, Oregon, and 2 by 2 from February 29th at the Showbox Soto in Seattle, Washington. More details about those four nights can be found in episode 96 and 97. So next up is the final run of shows that Umphreys McGee would play in an indoor setting with an audience before everything shut down. And at the Belly Up, no less, a place that is the epitome of an intimate setting. Like, seriously. The idea of them being able to play that venue again anytime soon is just, it's hard to wrap your mind around. Like, looking back at those pictures, looking back at any concert pictures is kind of weird sometimes. You're like, oh, wow, like, we used to do that. We used to be in a crowd sweating on people. But then to see the pictures from, like, the Belly Up, you know, only a couple of weeks before everything happened. It's so crazy to see. You're like, look at us. We're all just so blissfully unaware and enjoying ourselves and not even having to worry about it. <laughs> it's crazy to look at. From this three-night run on my list, I had from March 6th, the triple-wide 
Miami Virtue, and again, Hurt Birdbath from March 7th, which featured a first-time played cover of Footsteps by Pearl Jam. Only one verse was sung by Bayless, though, and that was certainly very sexy. It's going to be fun going back through and picking which one of those was the best one from the year. Episode 98 will give you a full recap of all three of those nights. I did continue my list even though the band stopped touring. I included the Boondock shows from June and both the Chicago drive-in shows and the Atlanta drive-in shows. I did not include songs from Wrapped in the Round. The band played that show before the Chicago drive-in shows in September And interestingly, those are not available to re-listen to on Nugs. But I did do a recap episode 118 because there was a live stream. So if you want to check that out, there is a link in the show notes. First up, the two nights the band played at Jake's Boondock Studio, June 10th and 11th. From the first night, Utopian Fur. And from night two, Night Nurse again and that plunger was also really nasty. Check out episode 108 for more on the guys playing at Boondock. And also, in case you did not know, uh, there is an episode after that. I can't think of the number off the top of my head, but I'll throw a link in the show notes. Uh, Jimmy Leap, the studio manager at Boondock, was kind enough to give us a tour of the studio And that was awesome. So if you missed that, um, I will link that in the show notes too. September 5th, the band tried on the drive-in show experience in Bridgeview, Illinois at SeatGeek Stadium. I thought Hurt Birdbath again. I mentioned the song, what, three, four, maybe five, four or five times um, during this episode as being a highlight 2018 was the year of Phil's Farm, and I thought in 2019 it was Plunger, and in 2020 I really think it was Hurt Birdbath. I mean, it just kept coming up as just such a killer, killer song. I'm excited to go back through those and pick a favorite. Also, I thought Seasons from that night was really great, too. Check out episode 123 for more about those two nights and the drive-in show experience There are also some episodes with really great first-hand encounter conversations to check out if you miss them, and if you didn't go to the drive-in shows and want to know what it's like. I think they each give a great perspective from a couple of different views. Um, I talked to Sam Sutton and Ryan Stasek and Kevin Browning and Cordell and Tammy, um, and they each gave their insight on what it was like to be a part of the drive-in show experience. So if you missed those conversations, um, episode 120, 121, and 122, um, there's a link in the show notes for those too. So that brings us to the final shows that the band played together and in front of an audience in the new way in 2020. Two nights at the Atlanta Motor Speedway in Hampton, Georgia on October 9th and 10th. The first night, I thought the Nothing Too Fancy sandwich with comma later stuffed in the middle was tasty, as well as the similar skin that evening. 
October 10th, the night the band played in the most rain that they have ever encountered. I'd take Draconin and the Triple Wide as my Hall of Fame choices from that night. Episode 126 will give a full rundown from those two nights, including one went down night two with the weather, if you missed hearing about that. So that's everything I have for this week of the show. There are a shit ton of links for anything that I may have referenced and where you can find all of the episodes that I mentioned and hear more in-depth conversations about these songs and shows. There are also links for where you can book a conversation and be a guest. Subscribe to the show's YouTube channel where you can snag some official merch from the Dropped Among This Crowd Etsy store where you can find information about packages and subscriptions to Conduit Magazine and a ton, ton, ton more. So make sure you check all of that out. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts next week. Mad love.